Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him, and a huge part of living that abundant life with Jesus every day, broadcasting God's love and not our own love, is fixing our eyes on Jesus. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to fix our eyes on Jesus and why with Dr. Patty Sadala. We have separated this episode into two weeks. This week will be part one. Next week will be part two. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast to not miss part two of this episode, how and why to fix your eyes on Jesus with Dr. Patty Sadala. I pray you all have a great week. Here is this week's episode, part one. She's an award-winning Christian author, facilitator of God's best plans, teacher, and disciple maker. She has a doctrine in Christian leadership and discipleship, which is pretty awesome. Um, Huge benefit to us because we always get to learn something new from Dr. Patty. So how are you today? I'm wonderful. It's always fun. So fun. And for you who's listening, we're going to have fun today. We're going to talk about how to fix your eyes on Jesus and why. Mm -hmm. Before we started recording this episode, Dr. Patty told me something that absolutely blew my mind. And she's like, well, this isn't what we plan to talk about today. And I'm like, I know, but we have to share this talking about what Jesus actually looked like, because we want to fix our eyes on Jesus. Scripture tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus. And You were telling me earlier, no, we don't want to fix our eyes on like a thing. We fix our eyes on a person and his name right. is Jesus. So tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about what you were sharing with me because I had to push record. People have to hear this. We were talking about why should we fix our eyes on Jesus, you know, and God is a, he's a Trinity. The, you know, God is actually Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The reason we say, hey, picture Jesus, because he was a real person. I mean, the Holy Spirit is breath and wind and all that. And so, and then I asked Ricky, I go, and do you want to know what Jesus really looked like? <laughs> and she said, yes. well, what What do you mean? And I showed her a picture on my phone and I go, yeah. this is what he really looked like. And she said, well, how do you know that? So for those of the, you that are unfamiliar with the Shroud of Turin, The Shroud of Turin is the burial cloth of Jesus. And when he resurrected, he actually uh, burned an image of himself with whatever the glory was that resurrected him. And so they've had this cloth for thousands of years and everybody was afraid to touch it because they didn't have the technology to touch it. And when we got to the point where we could scientifically study it and really carefully not keep it preserved as we do they were able to tell um make a three-dimensional image of what was wrapped in that cloth and another scientist uh was able to create a almost like a 3d printing 
of what Jesus looked like in the way he was wrapped in the cloth. It looks like it's a sort of a sculpture, but it's, I think it's 3D printed from the three-dimensional cloth images. Yeah. And somebody else took the face of Jesus and colored it, brought it to life in an image that looks like a photograph. And the, you know, the, his eyes were closed, obviously, when he died. So it's actually the death mask picture of Jesus. This is crazy. So, um, the person who I think did a really good job of depicting that without even knowing this was Mel Gibson when he did the makeup and the prosthetics on Jim Caviezel for The Passion of the Christ. Because if you look at a picture of Jim Caviezel and you look at this picture of Jesus, everything about the face is the same except the eyes are a little different because those are actually Jim Caviezel's eyes. But uh, anyway, so that's what we were talking about. And it's just really fascinating. And, you know, it helps when we're talking about fixing our eyes on Jesus. It's, it helps to have a person picture image of what we're talking about. Thank you for sharing that. You know, what's really hard about seeing these images. I mean, there's like over 10,000 comments and you should just see all the things like people are saying, thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done for us. I love you. Mm -hmm. This makes me cry. And at the mm -hmm. same time, I'm so grateful for what Christ did for us. Someone said, mm -hmm. I love Jesus and I'm not ashamed to say so. It's mm -hmm. just like reading all these gratitude quotes. One of the comments talks about, wow, look at all the lashes that he took to his body. And you can see yeah, it in the yeah. image. There are over 600, there are so, over 600 wounds on his body. Yeah, wow. over 600 wounds. Yeah. The one on his side, I don't know if you're able to see that, uh, Ricky, on the sculpture itself. The one on its side, on his side was a massive gash. I mean, really huge. I wonder what that mm -hmm. was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Maybe it's when they crazy. cut him on the side and water and blood came out when they sliced That's him on the right. side to see if he was dead. You know, to see if he if he had died and water and blood came out of that side. Oh my goodness, you're right. The Bible is real. This is crazy. John 19:34. One of the soldiers struck his spear into Jesus's side and blood and water came out. Well, Holy moly. Right. This is yeah. so good. And people think that the nails went through the palm. They didn't. They went through the wrist. You can see that on the sculpture as well. People often depict Jesus that they put the nails through his hands. They actually put the nails through his wrist. And you can see that on the on the shroud as well. Wow. But the reason that it wasn't on the middle palm, middle of your hand is he the nails would have broken bones and it said he didn't break any bones. Yeah. And the other thing is that your hands would the flesh in your hands would not have had the weight to handle his body it would have ripped through his hands. So they put it, they put the nails through his wrist and you can see that on the shroud as well. Yeah. His the, legs weren't broken. You can see his legs, all the lashes, but that the, the lashes is what gets me like that's, he mm -hmm. did that for me and he did that for you. And he did that for the person listening to take our sin and cast our sin as far as the East is from the West. That was supposed to be the, the most painful way you could die just straight up without forget 600 wounds on mm -hmm. top of it. You slowly suffocate, but it isn't even just that. It was the um, spiritual weight of taking on the sin of all people mm -hmm. that, that people don't understand the actual separation that he had to, uh, he was he was separated from himself 
because he's part of the Trinity and he was ripped from that. The anguish connected to that, we can't even imagine. There's no way we would even be able to understand what the sacrifice actually cost him. Um, wow. But for us, so it gives gives us more gratitude for salvation, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for salvation and the redemption of our sins. And goodness, I just, I love Jesus so much more for seeing that video. So I will be sure to link uh, the video. It's on YouTube. It's a news article, actually, which is pretty cool, um, mm -hmm. documenting the statue and his face. And there are a couple other images mm -hmm. that you can see. So we're talking about why are we going to fix our eyes on Jesus? How do we fix our eyes on Jesus? I mean, to be honest, I feel like we just discussed how <laughs> you picture him as a person, not a thing. I mean, he's not uh, a statue. He is a person and we can close our eyes and fix our eyes on Jesus. And he is real. Yeah. But what I really wanted to dive into with that question is really mm -hmm. about the eyes of your heart. Okay. That it's not this, you're not, you're not looking at him just with your physical eyes, looking at that picture. It is really seeing and experiencing him in your spirit. First of all, the Lord commands us to fix our eyes on Jesus in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. It says, therefore, since we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and sin, which so easily and cleverly entangles, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race set before us, looking away from all that will distract and focusing our eyes on Jesus who is the author and perfecter of our faith, the first incentive for our belief, and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him, endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and his completion of his work. So, what we get from this verse is that why should we fix our eyes on Jesus, it's not just a command, which he always equips what he commands, and that command is connected to our destinies, our very reason for being born on this planet, because it says he's the author and perfecter of our faith, the one who brings our faith to maturity, but it was the reason that he went through his suffering on the cross mm -hmm. to bring us back into communion with the Godhead, with the Father, the Son, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's why we want to fix our eyes. And we choose Jesus because he's he was a man, and we can imagine what that looks like easier. We can also fix our eyes on the Father if you imagine or are, are able to picture him as a, a father. Jesus is our father as well. Mm -hmm. But it is using the eyes and ears of our heart that gives us the capability. And what does that mean? Ephesians 1.18 says, And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, may be enlightened, flooded by the light of the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glory, his mm -hmm. glorious inheritance in all the saints, God's people. Mm 
So what he's saying is that the Lord gave you eyes of your heart, which is a spiritual sense. And the spiritual sense is connected to your imagination. Yeah. When you surrender your imagination to the Lord, you sanctify it so that God can use it to show you things in the spirit. We also have ears of the heart, which uh, the Lord promises my sheep hear my voice. That's also the quiet, still voice of the Lord speaking to you in your spirit. So it's another spiritual sense. We have other spiritual senses, but we won't talk about them now uh, because we're, we're focusing on, on the eyes. But yeah. I just wanted to, to say that because it's like, well, what do you mean? I'm, I'm just looking at a picture of Jesus. Is that all I'm doing? No, no, you're actually, you're actually going much farther than that when yeah. you, when you uh, go into this. Yeah, much deeper in relationship. For anybody who's listening to this and you're like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you dive in deep? Um, and you like to like read and you want to just know how this looks practically. David in Psalms, when he's praying to God, that to me, I don't know about you, Dr. Patty, but that is like, that is it. That is a deep relationship with Jesus where you are giving him everything. You are talking to him about everything. You're you're praising God for who he is and what he's done and the authority that the Lord has over all. Um, but it's just really a beautiful picture of the cry of our hearts when we do surrender all to Jesus and we experience him in our spirit. I don't know. Do you feel that way? All of the Psalms. I mean, yeah. there's a pattern that you can observe in David's Psalms mm -hmm. and you can see it. I actually had a, the privilege. The Lord gave me a, a cool Jesus encounter where I was able to watch David write a Psalm and I was able to observe what's interesting. If you look at the Psalms, he pours his heart out to the Lord. Yeah. And then he pauses he pauses. What's he doing? He's looking and listening for God to reframe it for him. You know, because he's like, oh, my enemies are against me and they're all trying to kill me and I feel so alone and I'm in trouble, you know. Yeah. Then there's a pause and then he's reframed because he's just encountered God in his heart. Mm -hmm. And then he switches to, but you are my redeemer. You will fight for me. You are my God. You are my Psalms 55. That's why he's the man after God's old heart. Yeah. I mean, I just encourage you who's listening, like Google a Psalms, like Google a Psalms, just go for it. Um, but Psalms 55, 22 came up when I was searching some Psalms with David. And uh, it says, give your burdens to the Lord. He will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. I just love that. It's yeah. like, if you need encouragement, there you go. But I will call on God and the Lord will rescue me. Who needs rescuing today from any small or big situation? Like, Lord, save me. Save me, Lord. <laughs> oh, goodness. David is so great. Okay. We're talking about hearing God's voice, but we're also talking about fixing our eyes on Jesus, the main thing. I just wanted to read Ephesians 1 verse 18 again. This is in the New Living Translation. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope He has given to those He called His holy people who are His rich and glorious inheritance. Mm-hmm. 
man, you're you are his rich and glorious inheritance. Don't forget that. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this episode drew you closer to Christ to learn more about him, to learn more about his characteristics and who he is, to then go out and use your position, no matter what it is, to broadcast God's love. Remember, this is part one. Next week will be part two, talking about how to fix your eyes on Jesus and why we want to fix our eyes on Jesus. Hope you all have a blessed week and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hey everyone, it's Erica with Glassy Day Studio, where we believe every broken, discarded, and disrupted thing will be reclaimed, restored, and redeemed by the one who created and calms the waves. Glassy Day jewelry is shaped from recycled surfboard resin, and each design is named after a woman in the Bible. And 10% of every purchase supports foster care ministries. Check it out at glassydaystudio.com. And thanks for listening. And if this episode has drawn you closer to Christ, please share it with your friends and family or even one person that might find encouragement in the message and a deeper relationship with Christ. God bless and have a great week. This is amazing.